This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. October 2020 is Minor Blues Month here on the Learn Jazz Standards podcast, where I'm going to be going over three strategies for improvising over a minor blues, followed by the final episode four of the series, where I'm going to give you my plan for mastering a minor blues. Now, today's episode is strategy number one, where we're going to be talking about using the minor pentatonic and the blues scale. And what's going to be kind of fun about this series is each strategy is going to go over Uh, something new, a new kind of approach to the minor blues. But I'm going to be composing a a solo, just a 12-bar minor blues solo today on the show, only using those tools. And in the next episode, I'm going to be taking that exact same solo, but changing it and morphing it up a little bit to add the new strategy. And then the next episode, strategy number three, adding more to the solo to start developing it and making it more complex. So this is going to be a really fun series. Stay tuned. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. All right, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. So excited about this series this month. It's Minor Blues Month. Man, who does not like a minor blues? Like, seriously, like, everybody loves a minor blues. And I don't know, sometimes I sort of think that maybe I like a minor blues better than, like, a regular blues, right? Everybody loves a blues, but, like, the minor blues... Sometimes it just really gets to your soul. But over and above it just being a really great, you know, sound and really fun to play on, it's actually a really important song form in jazz. And if anybody knows my preaching about just the blues in general and how important it is to master that, uh, you know, it, it really is just having all those chords and chord progressions involved in it and harmonic and even melodic ideas that are really fundamental to jazz. And if you know how to really play a blues well, then it's going to help you really give you an unfair advantage in all other jazz standards. And the minor blues is no different, especially when it comes to minor harmony, because a lot of us sometimes have question marks about how do we play over a minor two five one. Like, how do we play over minor chords properly? How do we create great ideas in minor harmony? And the minor blues is really the perfect vehicle to train us to be able to do that. So I really do believe that by us studying the minor blues, we can get a ton out if we really invest our time into it. It's just going to like multiply for us when it comes to learning and playing other jazz standards that are either in minor keys or, of course, almost every jazz standard which has minor harmony within it. Okay, so this is going to be an important series, an important month, so I want you to make sure you're subscribed and do not miss any one of these episodes, especially because today we're going to be talking about a tool that a lot of you know, which is the minor pentatonic scale and the blues scale, and I I put that in quotation marks, I'll talk about that in a second, but these are simple tools that we all know to improvise over the blues, but how do we make it musical? And so what I'm going to be doing on the show is I'm going to compose on the spot 
a solo that pretty much exclusively only uses those two scales to create something musical, right? I'm going to be doing that. I have no idea what I'm going to play. So, you know, you're along for the ride with me right now. And then the cool thing is, like I said in the intro, in the next episode, I'm going to take that very same one and apply strategy two over top of it, which I won't tell you what it is right now. You have to listen to the next episode. And it's going to be fun because by the end of this series, like we're going to have built a really interesting solo. Okay, so it's going to be really good. Now, um, all this is kind of leading up to on October 25th, I'm launching my new course, Minor Blues Accelerator, which for those of you familiar with my Jazz Blues Accelerator course I launched last year, it's a lot like this, but over a minor blues, where you're going to be mastering a minor blues. Uh, We have a a practice program associated with this that is actually proven to work because we've done this before. It's proven to work. you know, we're going to be learning etudes with all three of these strategies that I'm talking about here. Um, we're going to be taking exercises into all 12 keys. We're essentially taking the blues into all 12 keys, the minor blues. But by the time you're done all this, I mean, you are going to really have some strong control over playing a minor blues. So if you're one of my LGS Inner Circle members, you're going to get immediate access to that on the on October 25th. So if you're not uh, an Inner Circle member now, you can sign up right now. Go to lgsinnercircle.com and on the 25th, not only will you get access to everything there is for being a member, you're going to get access to Minor Blues Accelerator right when it comes out. Uh, so go to lgsinnercircle.com. If you want to learn a little bit more about Minor Blues Accelerator, the course itself, go to minorbluesaccelerator.com and you can learn a little bit there. So LGS Inner Circle to sign up for the Inner Circle, minorbluesaccelerator.com to learn more about the course. But that's enough of the business side of things. I'll be announcing and telling more about that as we go along in the series. Let's get right to this strategy number one, minor pentatonics and the blue scale. Okay, so two things that we need to get set straight first before I start composing the solo. Um, number one is what chords, what what form are we going to use for the minor blues today? And number two, how do we actually play the pentatonic and the quote-unquote uh, blues scale? So let's start first with the chords. So I'm going to do a concert D minor today, okay? So um, this is re- really all blueses are based off of the one, four, five relationship. So the one chord being, uh, in this case, a D minor. Okay, you could make it, you know, a D minor six if you want, whatever you want to do. But D minor seven really is the basic one chord. And then the five chord, uh, sorry, the four chord in this case is going to be a G minor. Okay, so one chord D minor, four chord G minor. And then the five chord is going to be A7, right? Or some altered version of that is really popular for minor harmony, leading back to the one chord. But the exact changes that we're going to use today that um, really work well with the minor pentatonic and the blues scale are as follows. Now, you'll notice in the next following episodes, I'll add some changes in there um, as we start developing the strategies a bit. But these particular are really... uh, they're going to be our starting place, okay? So, first bar is D minor. So, then we're going to do a 2-5, which is E minor 7 flat 5. That's the 2 chord in minor harmony. So, it's a, uh, a half diminished chord. E minor 7 flat 5 to A7. Now, I like to do an altered one when we're in minor harmony very often. So, that could be a flat 9. That could be a sharp 9. That could be a flat 13 or some combination of all of those, right? 
So. Back to the one chord for one bar. Well, actually, it's two bars. And then I like to usually, you know, turn that D7 in the last bar there. The uh, I guess you would call it the eighth bar. I'd like to turn that into a dominant seventh chord leading into the G minor seven. So that makes that D, that D minor seven, it turns it into kind of a five chord leading into the G minor. So that's the four chord. The four chord for two bars and then back to the D minor seven for two bars. Okay, so, so far, D minor seven. So actually it's the, uh, like the fourth bar, the last two beats of the fourth bar, I actually turn, I think I said the eighth bar earlier, I turn that into D seven. Then G minor seven for two bars, back to D minor seven. Now, here is the part that I'm going to really adapt to fit into the uh, into the minor pentatonic situation. So oftentimes, what you'll do now is do a, another two, five, one to end it off. But I'm going to do a little bit of a different thing here. It's called a tritone substitution. So we're going to actually play, instead of an E minor 7 flat 5, the 2 chord, we're going to play a B flat 7. That's a... It's a tritone interval away from the E, so it's we call it a tritone substitution. When you substitute a dominant seventh chord, a tritone interval away from the chord that uh, is actually supposed to be played. So in this case, it's a B flat seven, chromatically goes down to the five chord. That's the A seven to D minor seven. So just really quickly, the whole thing so you can hear it. So. some turnaround back to the top. Now again, this is very basic minor blues harmony. There's so many things that we can do and we will do a few different things in future episodes. But those are the changes we're working with today. So you got that? Good. Now let's talk about the strategy that we're going to use today. And like I said a million times now, that's the minor pentatonic and that is the blues scale, for lack of better terms. Now, um, the quotation marks I put in the blues scale is, maybe you've heard me say this before if you listen to the show a lot, I don't really believe in the blues scale being a scale necessarily, just because all it, all it really is is the minor pentatonic scale with a passing tone in it. So first, let's make sure we understand uh, what the blues scale is. So first of all, uh, or rather a minor pentatonic scale. So first of all, penta means five. That means only five notes. So the formula here, we have the root. So this is a D minor pentatonic scale. So we have root, and then we have the flat three. So root, flat three. Then we have the four and the five, and then we have the seven, okay? That's five notes. So root, flat three, four, five, flat seven. And then oftentimes you'll wanna, you know, end it on the octave if you're playing it like a linear pattern. So now it's always good with these scales, by the way, make sure you can play it in at least two octaves. 
mm-hmm. and forwards and backwards, right? You want to be able to play it equally, uh, you know, forwards and backwards, just fine. Now, okay, so that's the minor pentatonic scale. Okay, pretty simple. A lot of people know this one. But what is the quote-unquote blues scale? Now, again, it's just the minor pentatonic. So we go the root, which is D, and then the flat three, and then the four, and then the sharp four, and then the five, and then the seven. So that's why I don't really believe in the blues scale, because all you're really doing is adding a sharp four in between the four and the five of the scale. So, But... I guess people call it the blues scale because it's just an easy way to organize the idea of that bluesy sound. Right? So, you know, automatically with that scale, you start sounding super bluesy and everybody likes to sound very bluesy. Okay, so now's the part where we know what the chord changes are. We know what tools we're using. Now we have to compose a solo. And again, full disclosure here, I have not pre-composed a solo. I don't have any idea what I'm going to do. So I am going to be using a backing track to give us some harmonic context here, but I'm going to have to just iron out kind of what I want to play. Um, And hopefully I'll get some inspiration along the way. And keep in mind, too, that the challenge of this is I'm only dealing with the minor pentatonic and the blues scale. In my personal opinion, it's pretty limiting to create, you know, really creative stuff. But that's the challenge of this episode and the challenge of this strategy is I want to figure out how can I make these two scales, which are, you know, actually more musical scales than most scales. But how do I make them actually interesting and create some actual music out of them? So I think the place I actually want to start is by listening to the beginning of the backing track um, to maybe hopefully get some ideas just from hearing what it sounds like. So um, let's go ahead and listen. Okay, so I kind of want to stop it there for a second because I think my first idea is that I want to play a pickup. So there was, uh, I think there was a two-bar a two-bar count in there, and I think if I played like a four-bar pickup, um, that would be cool. Um, so, okay, our first uh, our first chord is D minor. All right, so let's start with that. So, uh, let's see. All right, I like that. One way I'm going to kind of spice it up just a tad bit is by adding one chromatic passing note in there. Now, again, I'm mostly just going to stick with the scale here, but that doesn't mean I can't throw a few ornaments in there. So... Now that's the note I want to play right there. So it's going to kind of just bring it to life a little bit. With any scale, you can add a passing tone in there. And again, I don't want to focus too much on that stuff, but I think this is going to sound good. We can practice it a few more times. Whoops. Okay, cool. 
Um, let me try making sure that's correct by just go ahead and play along with that first little bit of the recording. Okay, awesome. So actually, it's I'm actually starting on the and of one of that last that second bar count in. So the and of one, I believe. So one. So one more time. Okay. So the next idea I'm kind of having, so it's and that's beat one right there. Okay, so all I'm really doing is I'm kind of going to, I'm kind of just going to repeat what I just did, but just a little bit of like, I'm echoing it more. So, uh, okay, so. All right, let's try that. So let's start from the very beginning. Okay, hold on. I was hearing something there, so I'm gonna stop the recording. So I was hearing... Um yeah, I love that, so. Okay, this is a great kind of example, not to pat myself on the back here, but a kind of a good example of like, how do we use those notes to make them more creative than just... Because so far, actually, in the solo, a lot of it is kind of running down the scale. Like, yeah, we have that cool little bluesy thing there. But a lot of it is just running up and down the minor, pentatonic, and quote-unquote blues scale. But that last line, so... Uh, Okay, what that was is after we hit that D, that last D natural there in the scale, then I went down to the fourth of the scale there and then played a quarter, a quartal, is that, that, that's how I see it, right? A quartal pattern, so to the seventh, so from the fourth of the scale to the seventh, right? To the fifth, so back to the fourth. Then I utilized that blue note, the sharp uh, four, and then landed on the D. So it sound, that last line sounds like this. Okay, so we're not necessarily playing just down and up the scale there. We're actually utilizing those notes and different patterns. So the lesson there is like always try to be thinking with, you know, even any kind of tool you're using, like a scale, like how can I... How can I use those notes to try to make something different than just a linear pattern? Because that's kind of the main problem that kind of falls into place with scales is people think of them too much as linear patterns and not pitch collections that we can draw notes from. Okay, so the next chord that's coming up is the four chord, so the G minor. So I kind of have to figure out how to get from this D minor to this G minor. And I know that there's this D7 alt that kind of really helps tonicize that G minor 7, showing us that we're going to the four chord, but I, I, I want to resist the temptation to actually play stuff that would, 
you know, w- would outline that because I want to stay true to the minor pentatonic blues scale and just challenge myself here. So we left off with... And I think it'd be cool if, if I kind of mimicked that same rhythm, an intervolic pattern, but anticipated going into the G minor. Um, so admittedly, off record here, I did mess around a little bit so that it wasn't you know really repetitive for you guys hearing me iron this out. But I think what would be interesting to do is go... And that goes into the G minor. So it sounds like this. resolves to the G minor. Now, I am kind of anticipating the G minor in there, and I essentially am playing a G minor pentatonic scale there. So, and that right there, right? That is just a, a, a passing tone going into the root. So that is outside of the scale there. It's a G sharp. I guess you call it A flat in this instance, going into a, a G. So that's the one note that's going outside the scale, but I think it works. So we have... Okay, so I really like that, and I'll play it with the backing track in a second, but I kind of like to move it along a little bit and figure out what can I play next. So now we're on the four chord. And one idea that's kind of coming to my head is, you know, a Love Supreme by... Coltrane. It's kind of like just something that's like that pattern is playing in my head. So uh, I'm just not sure how to organically get it in there. So I'm have to change it a bit. So well, that works. That works. Okay, so. So I am, okay, that second line there, I am adding a passing note again. Okay, so that's the only note that's outside of the pentatonic scale there, but. And then I think that would be the it for the four chord. be back to the D minor 7. Uh, awesome. And then we'll repeat that bluesy phrase again. So... try this with the backing track, see how well I do, and see what some of these ideas I'm playing out sound like. Okay, I think this is really great. So we've we've basically got um, 
Well, yeah, we, we, we are about halfway done this now. So I love what I love that sound. So going into that G minor. Oops. And then to the D minor. So what I do. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, so now we're back on the D minor. Now we're about to go into the B flat seven, that tritone sub I was talking about. So how are we gonna do that? Ooh, ooh, I love that. Because we're repeating notes again. And we're hitting that blue note in the in the D minor pentatonic scale. So to clarify, we're back on the D minor pentatonic scale. So the question would be, over this B flat seven, should we play a B minor, B flat minor pentatonic scale? And my answer is no. It it it's not really the role that that B flat seven is playing. But we need to play a note in that B flat seven that is going to pop out in the D minor pentatonic or the blues scale. And that's the note right there. It's the seventh of B flat seven. It's it's the A flat. And that's also that sharp four of the D minor pentatonic scale. So I wanna be honing in on that note for the B flat seven. So we went. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Okay, so... Two, three. Okay, so I'm gonna go... Well, that's, that's it's pretty good. of dark harmony going on here so so I'm doing this little little ornament here so it's it's the sharp four but I'm also hitting the five there a little bit and then I go to the flat three to the to the one to the root of the pentatonic scale then I go to the fifth an octave lower uh, the fourth, yeah, no, the fifth, the fifth knock of lower, back to the root, then back to that sharp four. So it's going to sound. Uh, struggling with that, but. But I really like that. Okay. Let's see if I can try to put this together. So let's start from the four chord.
Okay. That's how to play over the A7 chord. And I apologize if I'm like losing the narration a little bit here with you guys. So hopefully you're following along. I'm just trying to iron out some things in my head as I go. Because I really like this. And then when we get to that A7 alt, I want to also outline that same idea. Okay, and I'm playing now the A minor pentatonic scale. Well, there's some ornaments. That's an ornament right there. Okay. Basically, I'm playing the seventh of the A minor pentatonic, but with a little chromatic ornament in there. To the fifth, to the root, to the four, to the seventh again. So, And that's mimicking what I just played on the B flat seven. And then... just like that on the D minor 7 okay before I play with the backing track let's see if I can kind of just sort of get through this slowly um, without the backing track so uh. the solo. I think it sounds really good. The only question I have is I think I think I'm going to change up the notes a little bit there on the B flat 7. I think I got it. Hopefully you guys are following along with me. Let's go ahead and try it with the backing track. One more time. Woo! Okay. So... 
that's it. That's it. So hopefully you could hear that. Um, now, this was kind of fun. Uh, you now, what I would do, of course, now is I, I need to practice this a little bit. I need to get a little better because literally outside of maybe four minutes outside of this podcast episode where I was messing around with that one transition to the G minor, literally, I've only been working on this and composing this for you know 35 minutes, right? So I, I definitely need to practice it a little bit. Um, but what we're going to do next time in the next episode is I'm going to go ahead and play this solo again. And after I've done playing the solo, we're going to apply another strategy, strategy number two to it, and let's take it to the next level. Okay, that's all for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. This was a lot of fun for me. I hope that you learned something, whether it was you know, about how to approach a minor blues on a minor pentatonic scale, about some thought processes on how to compose a solo, whatever happens to be. I hope you found some real value out of this today. And you know, this is only part one of, of four, part one of four of this series on minors blues month. And there's, there's two more strategies to go, but it's that fourth one that I think is, you know, easily the most important because it's where I'm going to kind of tell you about the practice plan that essentially is going to be in the minor blues accelerator course that I think could be a great program for you. If you're someone who is all about practicing and believes in that and believes in practicing that that is really what's going to make you a better player but needs that guidance needs that help and is ready to do some real work uh, on this stuff you know over and above what i talk about of course in this minor uh, blues month so if you want to check out that uh, that course and learn more about it um, when it's going to launch on October 25th, go to minorbluesaccelerator.com but of course all of my inner circle members are going to get access to this on that very day. So also, and actually, they're going to get it early. That's kind of a secret I haven't I haven't mentioned. They're going to get it a, a little bit early. So definitely also sign up for the Inner Circle. You can do that right now at ljsinnercircle.com. So hope to see you as a member there and hope to see you in the Minor Blues Accelerator course. Okay, that's all for today's episode. Looking forward to the next one. Until then, happy practicing and cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes, and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.